0: Circle centers for Cousins a shot and he scores. Dylan Cousins makes it 3 0 left for Cheryl. gonna take it coast to coast on a backhand scores. Off to the blue line, Vandalese the effort. Tip scores! Carson Folk is Mr. Teddy Bear! A new the... he scores! It's over! It's over! Game seven, overtime! Wow. Hello and welcome to the WHL Podcast. I am Zach Hotter, your host and the manager of player development for the Western Hockey League. On this week's episode, we have Carson Folk of the Calgary Hitmen, who just signed his entry-level contract with the Vancouver Canucks, Saskatoon Blades' first-round pick, Brandon Lazowski, and Brandon Wheat King's first-round pick, Rylan Rorzma. All that and more after the news and notes. The WHL is coming back. The Board of Governors have committed to playing a 24-game regular season schedule for the 2021 season. Commissioner Ron Robinson said, quote, this commitment ensures WHL players receive the opportunity to compete at the highest level in the system and continue to pursue their goals. The Portland Winterhawks Keyshawn Gervais and Seattle Thunderbirds forward Connor Roulette have joined the Indigenous Gaming Hockey League. Speaking as an Indigenous youth, Gervais said it can be difficult for First Nations gamers to get the exposure required to launch into a professional gaming career, which is what ultimately led to the creation of the IGHL. Both players regularly play on Keyshawn Gervais' Twitch stream, whose handle is xGervais16x So if you're on Twitch later today, don't be afraid to give them a follow and maybe watch one of their streams. Cam Moon, the longtime play-by-play voice of the Red Deer Rebels, is making the jump to the NHL with the Edmonton Oilers. After 22 seasons with the Rebels, Moon will take over the Oilers play-by-play during the 2021 season. Moon, known as Mooner, will be a guest on next week's episode of the podcast to talk about his career in the Western Hockey League and what his expectations are in his first season in the NHL. Speaking of the NHL, the NHL is officially back. The WHL had 223 players attend NHL training camps, and 130 of those players have made NHL opening night rosters and taxi squad teams. We wish those players the best of luck as they stay healthy and safe during the 2021 NHL season. That's it from the news and notes. If you want anything else WHL, you can head to the website www.whl.ca or follow us on Twitter at the WHL. Our first conversation today is with Saskatoon Blades, first round pick from the 2019 WHL draft. He plays at the Burnaby Winter Club Prep School, Brandon Lazowski, Port Whitlam British Club. I'm joined today by Port Coquitlam native, Brandon Lazowski. He was the ninth overall selection at the 2019 WHL draft. Brandon, how is the start of 2021 for yourself?
1: It's been uh, pretty entertaining. It's been about the same since, I guess, last March, when everything shut down, but um, I guess you get to stay home a little bit more, a little bit along with your families, get to see some of your buddies a little bit longer, practice and stuff, but it's been good. Keep getting better off, off ice and on the ice, but other than that, it's been, uh, it's been entertaining. And then I got school as well, doing some online classes, which has um, been doing really well. The Blades have had a great program with online schooling. So I've been doing that since September and continuing to do that.
0: So right now, you said you're getting on the ice a little bit. Who are you skating with or who are you able to train with right now to get ready for the start of the season?
2: I've had a little,
1: little couple guys. I've had Josh Bonner, uh, Matt Slingren, and now I'm just currently with this week uh, with John Calvano. And I've also went out with Leland Mack as well with the BWC Bannon Prep team as well. So I'm just kind of popping in a little bit, just try to find some ice. It's been pretty difficult here in Vancouver to try to find ice. Other than that, it's been been really good. challenging and try to get better every day.
0: You know, we're in the COVID pandemic right now, and you're dealing with adversity. But it's also something you had to deal with last year that was unexpected. And I know uh, for yourself. You know, you had to battle through it, which was you. Unfortunately, uh, found out you had blood clots, which um, for yourself made you miss you know a significant amount of time last year. But can you just tell me what that process was like, and you know, you
1: know how you feel now compared to how you felt last season? Yeah, it was definitely um, tough. A tough day when the doctor told me that I had that. It was definitely definitely big brought me back a little bit it was kind of tough to take at first but I went to the BC Children's Hospital where they had unbelievable treatment and, and the doctors there were unbelievable and we I was almost with the same doctor for about a year and a half and I still um talk to them currently how they, you know they talk to me how I'm doing and stuff but it's definitely um this was around I think WHL cup time in 2019 where it happened before I didn't even know I played through it in the WHL cup which was kind of probably not a good thing but it left me off the ice for only two weeks, which was kind of surprising. But I was off; the, I couldn't play games for three three months. Um, but it was definitely a tough year you know, in the gym and on the on the ice and stuff. It was super super hard. By such great support from my family and advisor and coaches and teammates that made it a lot easier along the way.
0: Well, talking about that WHL Cup, even with blood clots, you were one of the best players there. Name of the tournament All-Star team didn't seem to hold you back at all. So,
1: oh, it was a little painful, but it was, it was kind of weird because he got so many blows to the leg like that before. Um, I kind of know what game it was. It was just before I know we played St. George's in that game, and I kind of got hit in the back of the leg. It was just kind of a bruise, and you, know, you get those tons every game, and this one kind of triggered something, and it was kind of, kind of scary at first, but all taken care of for for the future
0: well let's look at last year you got your first opportunity to go to saskatoon be a part of a blades training camp what was that experience like for yourself and were there any players that were there that really helped you through the process of understanding you know the difference between minor hockey and major junior
1: yeah it was it was definitely definitely a eye-opener going into first camp as a 15 year old which was definitely definitely tough but i had two guys that I kind of stuck to, especially in the preseason games, play with Ryan Hughes, which is a 20-year-old last year, and then Kyle Krankovic, which I think will be in his 18-year-old year, which they were um, super, super fun to play with um, during camp. I think those two guys were definitely guys I looked up to. Uh, I know Kyle Krankovic, he drove me around everywhere in Saskatoon, so I got to know him very well. Um, but I think, and then having coach like Mitch Love with the uh, Road Juniors this year, definitely, uh, World class coach to uh, to kind of talk to and stuff and develop with him it's going to be super fun this year. So,
0: well, you not only got to go to exhibition games and training camp, but you also played two regular season games where the pace is much higher than it is in the exhibition season. What were your nerves like before that game, and you know what what were you thinking before puck drop?
1: Yeah, it was kind of a. I only got to know like two days before I even played. It was someone injury, and I got called up, but. That was just before I got back home. I think I played four or five midget games after my, uh, after my uh, injury. So, and this was, I think the clinch of playoff spots against Regina was my first game. So it was like so fast and I only didn't play center. I played wing, I haven't played wing in a while. So it made it a lot tougher on myself, but it was, uh, it was definitely fun to experience um, clinching a playoff spot and then it was an overtime win as well. So made made lot a lot, uh, lot better.
0: Yeah, it's a great first game to get into, understand, you know, the intensity that that can happen even in the regular season, but let's move away from the rink now. Let's get to know you a little bit more. Um, You know, is there an athlete outside of the NHL that you admire or you aspire to be like?
1: I mean, there's a lot, but I feel like I'm a big Golden State Warriors fan and I've watched Steph Curry for a long time and I know he's battled through a lot of adversity, especially last year with his injury. He broke a he broke his hand or wrist or something like that. So I felt like I, I watched him. I like, I try to watch a lot of Warriors games and I, I try to admire his, um, his dedication and passion for, for basketball and um, just a different, uh, he's a different character for sure. And the way he all, um, what's the word? Practices, uh, his shots after practice and does extra reps and stuff. And I try, try to admire myself after that as well.
0: And he started this year off pretty hot. I mean, he had 62 points the other night and then he followed it right back up with like 38 or something. But, uh, my next question for you you know, you've got a lot of downtime right now, is there a TV show, uh, you're currently binging on Netflix or one of the 20,000 other streaming providers?
1: I'm not a big Netflix guy, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't really, I like watching national geographic, I guess I like to watch all the Alaska state troopers and all this other kind of, um, interesting. Uh, stuff, But I like to play my video games, I like to talk to my buddies and stuff. I don't get to see them a lot, especially my uh, midget players and stuff. So that was good to kind of play some Fortnite or some NHL or whatever. So that's what I kind of binge in the at night.
0: So let's say we go to a restaurant downtown Vancouver. You can order anything on the menu. What's the one meal you'd like to have?
1: I'd have to go at least steak and lobster or um, salmon, either one. I kind of switch it up a little bit. I love it. That's
0: a good BC boy right there, Brandon. Okay. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day today. Congratulations on your recovery, your incredible recovery from those blood clots that you had last season. And I wish you all the best as you move forward here in 2021.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you to Brandon Lazowski for taking time out of his day, looking back when he was in his u 15 AAA season, every game I saw him play, he had at least one breakaway. Either it would be him at the blue line directly even with the defenseman, and he blew by, or Kamloops Blazers' first-round pick, Matt Lingren would hit him with a pretty impressive sauce pass or stretch pass all the way down the ice to set him up. Up next, we have another impressive player who is now moving on from the Western Hockey League. He just signed his entry-level contract with the Vancouver Canucks. It's Calgary hitman forward, Carson Folk. I'm joined today by a recent He's officially made it to the NHL. He signed his NHL entry-level contract with the Vancouver Canucks last week. He's played for both the Tri-City Americans and the Calgary Hitmen in the Western Hockey League, a former seventh overall WHL Bantam draft pick. He attended Notre Dame. I attended Notre Dame. That's our parallel of how we're going to connect. It is Carson Folk. Carson, how have you been doing?
3: Hey, uh, I've been doing great. How about yourself?
0: I have no complaints. You're back home in Regina right now. How's the weather in Regina? You've been able to get out on the ODR. Yeah, no,
3: uh, the weather's been great. Actually, I've been able to get out in the ODR with my buddies a lot and yeah, it's been a lot of fun.
0: Well, let's talk about the reason we are talking. You just signed with the Vancouver Canucks, um, before we actually talk about you signing with the Canucks, which is obviously congratulations to you. Let's go back to the 2018 NHL draft. Uh, that was your first time you got to go through the NHL draft process. You didn't end up getting selected. What were you thinking at the end after that last, last pick was made in the seventh round?
3: Yeah, I was, it was obviously tough for me, um, just having to, having to uh, be passed over. Uh, no one really wants that, but it was definitely, it was definitely a signal to me that uh, I needed to have a really big off-season, and that uh, definitely motivated me to work uh, that much harder uh, just in the gym and on the ice to uh, ultimately get drafted the next year.
0: And you did exactly that. You came back to the hitman. You had a tremendous year. You took a big step. And from what we could see watching, obviously being in the WHL office, I get to see a lot of Hitman games where you really established yourself as a guy for the hitman who came out every single game and was expected to score was expected to create. And you did exactly that. And because of that in 2019, you were selected in the fifth round by the Vancouver Canucks. You got to attend an NHL training camp and you just signed your NHL entry-level contract when did you know that Vancouver wanted to sign you and was going to change your complete trajectory for this season?
3: Yeah. Um, I'm not too sure. There was, there was always talks, uh, between us, but then, uh, the whole pandemic and everything really, uh, really shook things up and there was a, probably some times of uncertainty, especially for me, just, uh, it's a very long off season. But, uh, sometimes could be definitely a mental battle for myself, but I just kept working through it. And then, um, it was just a couple of weeks ago we started uh, negotiations and ultimately got uh, got the deal done just a week or so ago.
0: Well, you're off to Utica now to play your first season in the American Hockey League with the Utica Comets. What are your expectations for yourself and what are the Canucks' expectations of you this season in the American Hockey League?
3: Yeah, um, my expectations for myself are just, um, you know, I put in a lot of work this summer and so I'm really, I'm really confident with where my game is at and my expectation is just, I want to step in and make a difference. Um, I want to do whatever I can to uh, to help my team win every night. And I'm just uh, really excited to start playing some hockey and.
0: Well, Carson, you were seventh overall pick in the the WHL Bantam draft. You're a tremendous Bantam and midget hockey player, or I should say U15 AAA and U18 AAA hockey player. Uh, You came into the Western Hockey League with Tri-Cities, and you were involved in a big trade for uh, Jake Bean, who is in the Carolina hurricane system right now. He made their taxi squad. And then you went undrafted. You got drafted. Where do you think your development really – exploded in the Western Hockey League and where did you think that your game has evolved from when you were 16 to now?
3: Yeah um when I came into the league um it was definitely a, a big transition for me um you know I learned a lot of things in Tri-City I definitely learned what it was like to struggle and uh fight for ice time and all that sort of stuff but um yeah I learned a lot of uh, a lot of lessons there kind of about adversity and stuff and then uh I got the opportunity to come to Calgary it was uh, was a bit of a different atmosphere for me and I thought my development uh, really exploded I kind of hit my my start I guess when I in my 18 year old year um, with with the Calgary Hitman um, just being able to produce more offensively but also just kind of rounding up my game as a whole and so I think that kind of launched me forward and um, yeah I guess we're here we are today.
0: You know, as you know, going through the league, coming in at 16 and then getting to 19, it's such a short period of time, but there's so much growth that you have as a person and there's so many teammates that you have throughout throughout your time, especially when you get traded and you get to play on multiple teams. But has there been a teammate for you that uh, I don't want to say has been an inspiration, but it's been somebody that has really helped you progress and get to the point that you're currently at?
3: Yeah, I've met a lot of great people um, throughout my WHL journey, met a lot of great friends. Um I don't know if there is specifically one person that really helped me progress, but definitely um, met a, really, a lot of close friends, um, really close with uh, Kyle Olson. I played with him in Tri-Cities and was also fortunate to play with him in Calgary. Um, so we've been in touch the whole time uh, we've lived together in Tri-Cities and he's definitely been a, been a really great friend to me and a guy that I could definitely lean on in tougher times.
0: Well, 262 games in the Western Hockey League. You're now moved on from our league or professional hockey player now, but is there, is there a moment that sticks out to you as you know, the moment whether it's on the ice or off the ice, that is really going to resonate and be with you for the rest of your life, from your time in the Western hockey league.
3: Yeah, I think there's uh, there's been a lot of great moments. Um, there's been a lot of great moments with my teammates, just being on the road and doing, doing like teenager stuff. It's been really fun, but uh, on the hockey side, um, definitely a lot of moments stick out um, when my first playoff series, and my junior year with the Hitmen was, was a really great experience for me and my teammates. And uh, one that really sticks out to me would have been last season. Um, we played an outdoor game in my hometown of Regina, and uh, that was a really special experience to, to kind of just uh, be back in my hometown with family and friends and play in such a unique scenario, just kind of take the game back to the roots. And, uh, yeah, it was really great. We ended up winning the game in overtime. So, yeah, that was a really cool experience.
0: Well, Carson, once again, congratulations on signing that entry-level contract, with the Vancouver Canucks. I wish you the best of luck with the Utica Comets this year and throughout your professional hockey career. Stay safe, stay healthy, and do everything you can to keep it moving, man. You've done so great so far. Let's
3: keep it going. Thanks so much, Zach.
0: Thank you again to Carson Folk. All the best to him as he heads down to Utica to get ready for his first season of professional hockey. What a whirlwind of a start for 2021 for him. Up next on the podcast and our last guest today is Ryland Roersma. He is a first round pick of the Brandon Wheat Kings, one of three from the 2019 WHL draft. I caught up with him at his home in Lethbridge. Today, I'm joined by the 16th overall selection of the 2019 WHL Draft. That is Lethbridge native Rylan Rorsma. Rylan, how are you doing and happy new year?
2: Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, trying to keep busy in this uh, COVID lockdown here. Any Anything I can do to stay active, uh, get in the gym, and guess playing some pond hockey, I guess, is the only ice around right now. So, yeah.
0: So, outside of playing pond hockey, what are you doing to, to stay fit, to stay healthy, to stay sharp as you prepare for the start of a 24-game WHL regular season?
2: Um, I got full access to a local gym here in Lethbridge. So I've been in there uh, five days a week and yeah, shooting in the garage and yeah, like I said, getting on the pond, staying active like that.
0: Well, not a lot of hockey being played this year. You've got into five games with the Lethbridge U18 AAA team. It's the same team you played on last year where you put up nine goals and 13 assists for 22 points in 29 games. When you look at your season last year, where do you think is the area that you developed the most as a player?
2: I think I developed uh, my defensive game quite well, Um, especially playing against the the 18-year-olds in the league, um, a lot bigger, a lot stronger. Um, Just seeing how my uh, size and physicality match up against them and just trying to do my best to play defensive hockey as well as an offensive game.
0: Well, you've got the offensive game down, Pat. In 2018-19, you were the Alberta Major Bantam Hockey League, which has now been renamed to the Alberta Elite Hockey League U15 AAA. For those of you who are wondering, the MVP of the league, you had a great season. You had 19 more points than the next closest player on your team. Uh, Can you describe the type of player that you are for somebody who's never seen you play?
2: Um, I've always tried to be a 200-foot player. Um, uh, Growing up, all my coaches, my dad as well, um, they want me to, uh, focus on my defensive game just as much as offense. So yeah, a strong 200 foot player. Um, I'm very fast, I think, and I have good playmaking ability and can put the puck in the net.
0: You've also had a leadership role before you were the captain of your team. That year you won the MVP this year is your second year with that U 18 AAA team. What do you think are the characteristics of a great leader?
2: I think uh, a leader has to be accountable for their own mistakes and they need to hold the other players accountable as well on their team. And they just have to set an example on and off the ice on what a hockey player and being what a pro is being like.
0: Well, you got a chance to see some good leaders last year, including team Canada's Braden Schneider, Ridley Grieg, Stefan Berzin. When you got to go to Brandon Weekings training camp, what was that experience like for you and what were your takeaways as you prepare for this season?
2: Yeah, it was a great experience for me. I learned a lot, um, just the amount of skill and uh, speed, and uh, how everything works in the next uh, level of play. And uh, it gave me goals that I could set for myself, and like uh, landmarks that I can make to see my progress as I progress through my uh, hockey career.
0: Well, enough about hockey. Let's talk about Ryland. Let's get to know a little bit of your interests, and we'll start. We can't go see bands, we can't go to concerts, we can't do anything with people, but once we can, who's the one, band, musician, or artist that you wanna go see live?
2: Um, lately, I've been listening to a lot of Thomas Rhett, so I like, I like his country music. That's one of my favorites, yeah.
0: Well, moving away from the music industry, we're moving back into sports. Who's an athlete that you admire?
2: Um, ever since I was a kid, I've always really enjoyed uh, watching Jonathan Taze go through his career. Um, he's a a great, great, uh, leader, very skilled player. And like I said before, plays a 200 foot game, which is what I kind of want to model my game after.
0: Oh, the weekends are going to love that answer. And the fans are hoping you turn into that for sure. My last question for you here. Uh, unfortunately the Olympics in 2020 in Tokyo have been postponed, but if there is an Olympic sport outside of hockey, which Olympic sport do you think you'd excel in?
2: Track and field, I think, would be for the Summer Olympics, actually. Um, When I was a kid, I did a lot of track and field, a lot of running, a lot of sprinting and that kind of stuff, and I did pretty good in that. So, yeah, that's what I think I would compete in.
0: Well, Rylan, thank you so much for taking time out of your day today. I really appreciate it. I know that you're back in school now here in Alberta, so I wish you all the best in this new year as you prepare for the start of the WHL season.
2: right, thanks for having me on.
0: Thank you again to Carson Folk, Brandon Lizowski, and Ryland Rorzma for our episode this week. My name is Zach Cotter. You can follow me on Twitter at Zach Cotter. You can follow the Western Hockey League at the WHL. If you're looking for something to watch on Netflix, I watched it last night. It's called Pretend It's a City. It's about Fran Leibovitz. Uh Very interesting. I think you will enjoy it if you turn it on. Other than that, we will be dropping an episode again next Wednesday. Have a great week and see you then.